Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with your hosts, Jake and Randy, discussing all things freestyle frisbee and whatever else that comes up. Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. Uh, hey, Jake, how's it going? Good, Randy. How are you? I'm 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 doing great. It's early in the morning here, and we've got a we got a great uh, podcast today. We actually have all the Frisbeard champs lined up for 2017. So it's pretty pretty cool that we're able to do this. Very exciting. I'm super happy that everyone agreed to do it. So um. yeah. We have uh, new champs, we have double champs, we have world champs. Uh, I think we have all-you-can-eat champs today. All-you-can-eat <laughs> champs. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're starting off with the Open Paris champions, who are uh, Paul Kenny and Meridad Husseinian. Hello, guys. Woo! Yeah, welcome to the call, guys. guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we just jump into the question and answer session? Um, so I just wanted to start off with uh, an easy one. So... Uh, how does it feel and what does it mean to you to win Frisbeer Championships? Well, I think it sets the tone for the year. That's kind of how I feel about it. Um, we, we w- I went over there to kind of start putting our world's routine together and use this as kind of a, you know, a starting point for going through it you know, in a more public, public way. And uh, it helps get out the kinks in the, in the routines. Well, what do you think, Bernard? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much the same. I think was a good start, I guess. The uh, the routine that you guys did was that is this your world's routine? It's a piece of it. Yeah, with Frisbeer, there are three minute routines, not not four, which would be pairs at worlds. But uh, it allowed us to to you know do at least part of it there. Okay, so you're saying that you already have all four minutes uh, choreographed and ready for worlds. They're choreographed. They're not ready. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's awesome. So, and I was going to ask you guys if you're playing together, but obviously the answer is yes. You've played together in the past. So how do you think that your partnership in the past has affected your your current routine? Murdad, I'll let you handle that if you want. I think there is mutual trust and certain confidence that I know that he's a more experienced player and he's got my back. Or as we Persians say, he's got my weather. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to a, to another nice journey with Paul. Yeah, well, Meredad, I would have to say you're kind of getting experienced yourself these days, so you don't get to throw that card out too many more times. <laughs> At least this year, one more time. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, once you become a world champ, you kind of you kind of are experienced. Yeah, well, that's a good question. So, Meredad, do you think that being a world champ has has improved your confidence in your game? Yes, definitely. Like, looking back, uh, I've been doing sports now for yeah, almost 30 years. And in all disciplines, I was always second. Like, people respect you. But deep down, you know, second place is not good enough. And then finally, you are first place. And on the big, biggest stage, kind of salvation and eternal peace inside helps to be more, more free when you, when you try to express yourself with a disc. Yeah, I love how you put that, that salvation inside. Yeah. So what were some of the highlights of uh, Frisbeer? Do you have one or two that you can share with us, either one of you? 
Yes, I would like to start with the Rovereto guys. That's the future, right? Now, now I understand what Skippy Jammer once wrote when he uh, was talking about the first time he saw the Bayou Blasters, um, Pete Mitchell and Jim Benson. And he wrote that he felt like they were created in some bio-rat laboratory. When you guys see these Italian youngsters play, it's like, where do they come from? It's just amazing. Like, very talented guys, really impressed. This was just one point. Like yeah. all Frisbee, all the atmosphere, all players, organization was it was great. Sorry you missed it, guys. It was really one for the ages. Yeah, I'll, I'll reinforce his Rovereto um, comment, but they just came right out of the box with a sophistication of their game that just, it, it's amazing for how, how short a time they've been in the sport. It It's very impressive. And then the second thing, again, the Frisbeer crew has their formula set up, and they run it like a machine. The clockwork, you know, it's it's not like a German ten minute or a Berlin ten minutes, right? Right, Murdad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a legitimate ten minutes, you know, or whatever the timing is. They're they're on the clock. There was plenty of jam time going to the three days, and then having two new categories of events in there, and still getting it all done with as many players as they had. All the swag, all the food. Um, it was extremely impressive. That's awesome. Really glad that you guys could just come on briefly and let us say congratulations to you guys. Uh, Frisbee is a big win, and like you say, it starts the year off. Nice to have you guys be the ones kicking it off for us. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining, guys. Ciao. Ciao. Bye, Meredith. Ciao, guys. All right, so next up in our uh, interviewing of the Frisbeer Cup 2017 winners. We have the mixed pairs team of Paul Kenny and Ilka Simone. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thanks for inviting us. Yep. Thanks again. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to have you. Yeah, double winners here. That's pretty cool. Yeah, both of you guys are double winners. That is pretty cool. It is really neat. The hard part was the luggage trying to get these giant heavy mugs home with me, but the mugs were a challenge. Yeah, that's always the big challenge is bringing the trophies home in the suitcase. It's a challenge I, I, I embrace. Yes, I know. There could be worse challenges in life, right? Um, how does it feel to be Frisbeer champs, and uh, what does this win mean to you? Well, it doesn't feel too bad, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, it was like a big privilege to play with Paul Kenny, and it was the first time I ever um, planned a whole routine. Um, from the beginning to the end and um, so there was like a little more pressure than normally and I was so yeah it feels great yeah it, it was really awesome it's my first mixed title in a very very long time and she played unbelievably well she's just an amazing player played together before or is this your guys' first time that was actually the first time. Um, I'm not even sure if we jammed before, Paul, did we? We jammed yeah. at Jacksonville Beach, and um, but for the most part, this is the most time we've spent together um, conversing and, and, and playing and all that kind of stuff. And I'm glad we got the chance to do it. So you guys mentioned that uh, this is your first completely choreographed routine. Mm -hmm. So you've played with BB many times in the past and won, so those were not fully choreographed routines? It was not till the very end. Like we always missed some <laughs> some seconds, like <laughs> ten or twenty seconds. Uh, so where we were just improvising. So that was actually the first time um, I've actually really met someone before and um, planned it all through from uh, second one to the last second. 
and we didn't even need a phone uh, like time calls or anything. So yeah, that was the first time. Yeah. So what was it like doing that? Did you enjoy that? That that. Approach? I loved it. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. Paul, both of your teams uh, won mm-hmm. the AI category uh, mm-hmm. for both of your wins. So do you think that your choreography uh, has something to do with that? Uh, yeah, I think what. Uh what, what kind of happened is the fact that you know with the you know and, it, it, and everybody knows you kind of first start with the music and you kind of paint to the music and I love to do that 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 part of it the process of putting that together is always as as much fun as doing the routine itself because you spend so much time together but if you got stuff and they're matching the music and your physicality is going there it kind of help separate you you know i do know that not too many people may have put real routines together so that probably is why our ai was you know separated from from the others but uh but you know that's kind of the you know putting a really good routine together i think for me with all my general weaknesses elsewhere is kind of a, an imperative um so are you guys partnered up for fpa worlds yes yeah. Excellent, and the, and again, as as with Merdad, this this you know is three of the four minutes towards that that routine there. Well, so Ilka, what did you? How do you feel about playing in three minutes versus four minutes? I'm curious to hear your thoughts of that. Ooh, um, what's the word? There are advantages and disadvantages on both sides. I think. Um, for the audience, uh, it's more interesting to have three minutes. I think. Um, it's hard to have like a good routine for all four minutes. And on the, on the other hand, um, that could be the challenge. I mean, to have a good four minutes routine, you can put more into it, what you can actually do. So you can have like more differences between the teams. Um, so, well, I'm, I'm fine with both formats. So I don't, I, yeah, but for the audience, as I said, I think three minutes is better. I personally like to play four minutes because I think three minutes are a little short to actually show everything you can do in the end. Yeah, Great. good answer. <laughs> so I think we're just about out of time with you guys. So I just want to okay. say congratulations again for winning and a wonderful job on your routine. And I really can't wait to see what you guys do at Worlds. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Really enjoy the podcast. Thanks for doing this. Yes. So. Okay, up next we have uh, the women's pairs uh, champs from Frisbeer Cup 2017. We have Ilka Simone and Anna Merlot or Anna Blue. Welcome, you guys, and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How does this feel to have the, uh, the Frisbeer Cup championship in your hands? Oh, <laughs> for me it was the first time, so um, I was very happy. I'm very happy uh, now, <laughs> and um, I want to to thank my my friend Ilka. Hi, Ilka. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> we we study together routine, and um, we play. Very good, without music too. <laughs> Strange, but uh, but fun. Very funny. <laughs> Was this yeah. your first time playing together? No, we play. We play. Um, we we won the second place on, in the European European Championship in two thousand fifteen. Yeah. 
in Bologna, yes. And we actually put on, on the European Championships, we um, used the same song, but we only had like half a day to organize it. So because the song was so well, we decided to take it again. And um, But we couldn't find uh, the routine anywhere on the internet. So we just made a new routine and had a little more time. And uh, yeah, we... We managed to have like many nice music hits, but in the end, <laughs> like the routine was so stuck <laughs> in our head that it also worked out without the music. So what do you mean by the music? Did the music cut out during your routine? Yes, actually, sorry, the coffee machine is going. stopped after about 30 seconds and then there was this short moment where I thought, okay, should we stop and start it over again or should we just go on little drops in the beginning and went so fine, so we just went on. And uh, yeah, it was really fun because people started clapping and Paul Kenny uh, did some sounds so that there were um, catches on the music and I've heard Murdy singing in the background, so <laughs> kind of, it was good. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. I really wish that I would have seen that. I, the crowd just cheered you guys on without music. That's amazing. Well, cool. So Anna, this is your first big win. Uh, yes, it's my first one. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I won in Answer Jam Mixed Pairs, but uh, it was um, a tournament uh, on the beach uh, with the wind, so Frisbeer, uh, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's different and uh, uh, it's full of uh, great players, so I'm very, very excited to win this, uh, this cup. <laughs> Excellent. And you know, Anne, I remember when I first saw you in Paganello yes. thinking, wow, this person, make a note, she is she is hungry, she's fired up, she's passionate about Frisbee, and uh, she's going to go places. And here you are with your first big victory. That is so awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Randy. I feel myself um, very sad in this moment, uh, but uh, I decided to... Uh, to went to Frisbee um, and uh, try to think, uh, okay, uh, I need Frisbee, I need to focus my mind uh, to to the happy things, and uh, it works. <laughs> so uh, it's a really a very, very important uh, winning for me uh, in this moment. Uh, and I, I, I feel my body start to understand uh, my style and uh, three years yes uh, I, I learned uh, catch uh, and uh, try some throw but now I, I start to understand body roll and some moves so I think I'm uh, on the on the right uh, way to grow up and uh, play with Yoka it was a very very she can um, explain uh, and uh, help me to uh, to show when I when I when I can do thank yeah, you Silka knows the road and she's a very good driver so you were in what you were in good hands yeah, yeah but I would think up Anna's energy it's like so great playing with Anna because she has the right spirit for it and yeah there's a lot of energy in her and you can feel it and, and yeah I just um I'm always in a good mood playing with her, and the song was also awesome, so yeah, lots of fun. So thank you, Anna, playing with me. <laughs> I love you, Ika. <laughs>
see you on Friday on Gen Canaria. <laughs> oh, are you guys both going to Gen Canaria? Yes. yes. I'm so jealous. That's going to be a blast. Wow. <laughs> um, so one thing that really jumped out at me while I was watching the, the stream was at how many new women were playing and that what a deep field it was. I, it seemed almost like there's a, a sea change happening with all these new players like Anna from Poland and Benedict and Dominica and Sylvania and of course Juliana and so you guys had a very deep field to compete against and also a very new field how how was that seeing all these new women what's really cool like Selena making the finals in co-op and seeing how Juliana is like learning so quickly and is like looking so beautiful with her moves and bringing this um, the style also into the sport and then uh, but who like struck me the most was Dominica who I haven't heard of before and she's playing her first tournament and doing an upside down invert delay like come on are you kidding me like when I so they're coming in with like a lot of self-confidence and that's really great to see you know these self-confidence going into these um, world which, which is dominated still by men and yeah just uh, kick some people's asses like going to court final and Sivina is so cool yeah I, lo I loved it uh, yes me too um, I'm happy to see uh, a lot of uh, women around me because <laughs> all this time uh, uh, for example in, uh, in Milano I'm the only one girl that that play frisbee and in, in the tournament uh, and uh, all these new girls are awesome and I'm very happy I'm very happy to see this nice to see the women's division getting deeper as we continue to grow so are the two of you partnered for FPA Worlds no I will play with Sophie Sophie Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, I, I would like to um, to ask to to Char, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but <yeah>. uh, <laughs> um, I didn't ask it now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know yet. Okay. Um, Ilka, congratulations on your double win, and Anna, congratulations on your first one. All right. Well, thank you very much, ladies, for joining us on the call, telling us your stories. Yeah. Thanks for inviting. Thank you. All right. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you guys for your time. So we're on the call with uh, the Frisbeer 2017 Challenger Division winners, uh, Juliana Corfer and Rick LeBeau. So welcome to the call, guys. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thanks for having us. I want to kick off the conversation with the question that we've been asking uh, everybody, which is, how do you feel after winning Frisbeer Cup? Surprised. <laughs> Pretty elated, actually. As you may know, I've been competing since 1976. This is the first time I've ever won a free, uh, freestyle title of any kind. Perhaps you may want to elaborate as to why you were a challenger if you've been competing that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I took 25 years off from competing in freestyle uh, at all, except for the three minutes a year for overall competitions when it was mandatory. And I didn't even do it all the time then. Really, I feel like I just sort of came back off of hiatus in 2015 when Juliana decided to um, go all in. 
Well, a nice tournament to decide to re-enter one of the premier events, and then you you get to take home a, a mug. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I can almost ride home in a mug. It's pretty big. <laughs> so, Rick, is this going to inspire you to compete more? Well, I've always been extremely competitive by nature, as probably anyone who knows me uh, knows. Um, <clears throat> Juliana was the one who inspired me to get back into freestyle at all. I would actually be content to just jam for the next 10 years or maybe 20. When Juliana uh, decided to get back into or to, to actually enter for the first time, in, like all in, into freestyle, uh, when Randy asked her to, to compete, I'm happy to just jam, but when Julianne and I play together, it's more for the purpose of training or competition, I think. I love that you guys made the effort to go to Frisbeer because it's way different. You were in New York for FPA World, so you kind of got to see a contingent of players. And now you go to Frisbeer and you get to see really a lot more of the European scene. So what did you guys think of that and like all the young players and especially like all the new young women players. You just hit it on exactly what I was thinking while we were there. Um, I felt old. <laughs> uh, it was wonderful to see, see all of the younger players. And um, I, I mean, I think everybody wishes that they had started whatever sport it is that they're into earlier so that they could be farther along in their journey at any given point. For example, there were a couple of 20 year old Italian uh, young men that were unbelievably talented and unbelievably athletic. And, you know, I, I was projecting forward what their future in the sport could and, and may be. And it was, it was an exciting uh, video, at least in my head. I'm so happy that you got to experience that because a lot of folks in the U.S. or a lot of the old crew from the 80s like going, oh, freestyle's dying and it's it's not growing. No. But you got to see that it, actually it's not true. It's not growing as fast as we all would like, but there is growth happening and there's a lot of youth and it's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was heartwarming. That is awesome, and and I mean, I I love your journey and it's been fun to watch you, Juliana, sort of embrace this whole freestyle world and uh it must have been great for you to like feel like wait i'm not the only new woman coming onto the scene yeah and, and there were even more that were there that were playing non-stop but didn't want to compete so what did you guys think about the challenger division i think this is one of the first times i've seen it before uh what did you guys think about it i kind of double-edged sword i mean i i was relieved that they had that because now we we can contend for something but i I don't necessarily want a handicap, you know, I know I need to work my way up the ladder and, and so, but it was a different mindset being on the field. If we do well, we'll do well <laughs> instead of, oh, this is just a throwaway. It was a, a good experience to feel how the nerves that you're going to feel when you compete for real. There's an interesting thing that happens too. <clears throat> um, I think that, that Julianne and I both, felt that we had a chance to win the challenger division, even though we were seated fourth out of five. Um, I felt like we, we had a chance to win if we played up to our routine. And so we didn't relax. I don't think as much as we would have, um, you know, had, had we gone into the open division to the pro division and just been seated, you know, 21st or 24th out of 25. Um, I think, under those circumstances, we probably would have played a little bit more um, loose, maybe. 
any case, I felt like we did put uh, performance pressure on ourselves um, to, to really execute and took it very seriously being in the challenger division. The best part for me, by far, was when they called us up and were looking out at the players, the crowd, and I'm seeing top players who um, look genuinely happy for us to have won the division. And that really, really made me feel um, supported and encouraged and um, really happy to be where I was. Yeah, I, I think that there's a strong chance that this division is never going away. And you guys are the inaugural champs, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> Well, hey, guys, thanks so much for taking some time with us. And uh, again, congratulations. Just super psyched for you guys. And uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Be good. Travel safe. Right. Okay. okay. Thanks. See you. Bye-bye. All right, guys. We're here with Naim and Stefan, the winners of the uh, battle round from Frisbeer Cup 2017. Welcome to the call, guys. How are you? Good. We're fine, thanks. Yeah, yeah. we're still yeah, uh, in seventh heaven, I think, with our heads in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. So, yeah, we wanted to ask you just first off, um, what does this win mean to you guys? How do you feel? Um, yeah, for me, it's something I'm working to it, to, to win uh, competitions. And it's our first win, so yeah, for me, it's a dream came true. Yeah, for me also, <laughs> the least you could say, it's a, it's a bit surreal. I was kind of thinking, yeah. you know, maybe in two or three years in one of the, the smaller competitions or something, hats, you know, we might, you know, like grab third or second. Uh, so now to push this all the way to the end, and quite frankly, with rather insane opposition it's it's really kind of surreal so i kind of still expect to wake up anytime now yeah yeah it was some it was some deep competition you had some uh some very uh uh big name players that you were taking down one after another yeah 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 yes it's, it's kind of strange yeah, i uh, never i never thought uh, to beat uh, uh, florian has and uh, alex for me they were when I saw them the very first round in the, the battle, uh, unbeatable yeah. <laughs> in my eyes, they, yeah, they were damn good. They had yeah. incredible energy, they were whipping up the crowd, they were keeping the timing really tight so it, so it fit with the bars, they were really, they were killing it. So, I, you know, yeah. I, still, I still don't understand the judges pointing it our way, but hey, <laughs> they did. So. Well... <laughs> Jake and I got to watch it live, and so we, we see why the judges went your way. Your guys' style really seemed to suit that format. I really like this format, and it's it's actually my favorite uh, format. My favorite competition is Paganello, and it's a pro contest, and it's a similar competition, uh, so I love it. And this is like a, a whole new approach, a whole new format. I especially like the way how it, it's like a an exciting short entertainment thing that's kind of easily sellable. It's 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 short, it's fast, it's you know, it's fast paced. It's I think it has a, a lot of future for, for spreading the jam. So perhaps if it's if, if if they will repeat this 
yeah, perhaps they will have to kind of tweak it because perhaps balance may be out here and there. And they also did. They kind of lengthened the rounds between uh, Saturday, the, the prelims actually, and and they, they lengthened them a bit. At first it was only one bar and then two bars. And they went from that to three times two bars. So that in itself was already a bit of tweaking, which I think really was actually for the better. Otherwise it was maybe a bit too short in timing. But um, no, I think I really like the format and the way it can also um, have an appeal to, to non-freestylers uh, and freestylers alike. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, remember Randy and I sitting on the couch and watching that format and watching you guys specifically. And it was, uh, it was just really exciting. We were jumping up and down in the couch and yelling and high-fiving. It, was just, it was, uh, seemed to be a very engaging format. And, and I, I remember we were watching the final one, you guys going against Tommy and Pavel. It, it, it became a tie, and you had to do one more as a tiebreaker. And so it was, really, it was really exciting to watch, just from an audience perspective, for sure. You bet it was exciting also to do it, uh, not just as, a, as, as the audience. goes in both ways. The, the public feels the energy of the player, and the, the player feels the enthusiasm of uh, the public. It's great. Well, I think it's interesting, Stefan. I, I, I like the Super Pro event at Paganello as well. But one of my criticisms of the Super Pro is that the individual moves would go too long. And so I think this battle format really tightens up that whole experience for the audience and for the players as well. So you're really getting to battle against the person instead of just go out there and do an individual move that may go 45 seconds or something like that. So, uh, Stefan, I, I have to ask you, um, what is your background? Did you do some break dancing or? Yeah, I have a background of uh, break dancing. That's correct. For five years, I, I did break dance. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I have a break dance background, but uh, I look at uh, everything. Uh, you can get also freestyle, frisbee, footballing, doing tricks with the foot. Capoeira or uh, the background of Alex, he, he did Capoeira, yeah. I think um, as, a, as a regular playing partner with, with Stefan, it's really cool to see him uh, evolve and to see him really try give in, in every skill he learns. He, he really tries to find his own way to, to, to make it work and try to, find the original, try to find original angles. And I think that's really, it's really cool to see the, the creativity. Uh, yeah, well, the, the one-arm handstand hopping up and down with an inverted delay is uh, certainly your own move. It's crazy. It's crazy. Every it's time crazy. I see it, uh, it baffles me again. Yeah, me too. I can't. I mean, it's hard enough to do an inverted delay standing, but when you're doing a handstand, seeing it upside down, it, you know, that's just amazing. So, hey, guys, what are your plans for FPA Worlds 2017? Uh, I unfortunately won't be able to attend uh, because... Oh. Uh, some some other things. Uh, the first tourney I'll be able to attend will probably only be uh, first of the uh, beginning of July. I'm not sure. Is it the German Opens? I think. For for me, it's if it's gonna be a, a freestyle competition, Paganello, the first uh, competition. All right. Well, you you both will be missed. So we'll have to see you at another tournament. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And by all means, uh, anytime you guys uh, feel like uh, hopping by in Belgium. Um, it's a modest couch, but it can fit uh, two persons. I'm not sure if it will fit uh, Mr. Gautier, but um, uh, you guys are welcome for sure. Thank you very much. And uh, again, congrats on 
the first battle victory of Frisbeer Cup. Can't wait to see what you do more with this. Thank you. Thank you very much. Congrats. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. So up next, we are talking with the co-op champions from the Frisbeer Cup 2017 championships, uh, Florian Hess, uh, Alex Leist, and Christian Lamred. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Hi, thank Jake. You. Hi, Randy. Hi. Hi. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're very glad to have you on. So uh, we want to start with uh, the same question we've been asking everybody. So how does it feel to win Frisbeer Cup and what does it mean to you? Who starts? Alex. Okay. Yeah, it feels great. Um, it was a really nice tournament for us, I think, especially because I, I think in the end the audience was great. There were many people and the atmosphere was great and yeah, we just felt it in our routine and we had the support and so it was a really nice really nice feeling yeah Better. for me also in the in in the beginning we um a few days before we um, um were a little bit skeptic because um our last preparation was not that hundred percent and so we take one day before uh, the um the tournament starts to uh, repeat the routine to play it again and um, then finally we got to the point we say okay that's that's good we uh, we do it like that and that was very helpful so we can start in the tournament um, with a nice prepared routine and it feels very good in the semi-finals even if not everything works that um, fine but uh, in the end, in the finals, um, I think um, everybody was super happy that um, we we hit it. We hit the routine. And this was an amazing feeling in the end. Yeah, I would have to say you guys kind of nailed it. How about you, Christian? How did it feel? Yeah, I'm feeling very good now. I'm a little bit tired after these uh, nice <laughs> days because I played... Um, a lot of divisions in mix in 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 in, in pairs and in the battle and the co-op was uh, really really great because we had a good uh, good time there together and we have a nice team playing that that shows us um, that was really cool. Yeah, I I just have to say that uh, so Jake and I we got to watch it live on the stream. It was very early in the morning. We were sitting on the couch watching, and and it came through, and really just a joy to watch. And uh, Jake, do you remember looking at each other and like going, "Wow, these guys are playing with like an extra competence." Do you remember that conversation? Totally. Yeah, I mean, it was it was very clear that you. Uh, we're not holding back on the big moves and that you, you just you knew the disc was going to land in your hand when you went yeah. for something so yeah it was it was wonderful and i actually yeah. looked went and looked at the scores afterwards and you guys won every category so it was a decisive <laughs> win <laughs> um do you think yeah. that your win at fpa 2016 worlds helped boost your confidence as a team definitely i mean you win and you, you know you know you're good, and then you feel you feel better at the next tournament. <laughs> but it's also it's also pressure. You you cannot say we mm -hmm. now everybody now everybody thinks oh the these guys uh, let's see what they bring now, and we we have to 
yeah, there's a little bit of pressure on us also. Yeah, that's interesting. It is a, it's a double-edged sword a little bit. You know, it's like yeah. you feel the confidence, but also now you have to deliver. I think the confidence is coming within the routine. If you are playing and you recognize, okay, the first uh, two, three moves are working out, um, you got in the mode that uh, you feeling secure what you are doing, and then you can build up and, and do more uh, risk uh, catches and everything. It has to build up within that time you have. And I had that feeling. Um, I came to the point where I said, oh, yeah, yes, now I can do the guidance. I don't care about if I drop it, I will do it. Yeah. <laughs> Love that feeling. I call that being in the zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys took us for a ride, and it was awesome. Thank you. So um, I actually just had a thought um, based on your earlier comments about uh, how your last practice session didn't go very well, but then in your actual performance, obviously it went wonderfully. Um, do you think that having an audience who is cheering you on and really excited, do you think that plays a role in how well you guys play in your confidence level? Alex, maybe you you are um, answering this question because we had this discussion before, and um, Alex, bring it to the point. Yeah. Uh, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I I really think it helps. I mean, we uh, very often in the in when we are like training the routine, I I just don't go for a guidance or anything. It's I. It's more about the 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 order of the move of the moves and like the flow but i i'm i'm too lazy just too lazy to <laughs> to jump for the guidance if it's just for training but with the audience you really push yourself to to uh yeah to other levels you get in the zone as you as you said before and i feel it very often also if we have a jam like at a party and there's an audience then i i can just do things i can't if there's nobody else. I know it, for example, from Capoeira, where you also have a circle, and once you're playing in the circle, you're also, if, when you have the, the fight or the play with another person, you get in the circle. And in Capoeira, they call it Ashe, which means energy, and the people are singing and clapping around you, and they give you the energy. That's what they, the Capoeira people say. That's why where I get the energy to, to invest a lot of time and uh, energy in, in making a good routine because I want to to please the audience. I want to do something that they really like and appreciate. So how much time it, do you guys spend practicing? Especially for that routine, we five uh, days where we trained about between four and six hours. So it's not that much. Okay, we have some experience from before and um, so that we uh, we are really effective in putting together a routine, but it is also possible for others. So you you're saying that you put in five days, four to six hours a day to kind of put all those pieces together for for that routine. Mm, yes, yeah, yeah. But that's let's say that's the real time we spend in the gym together. But you have to also count the time we spend on looking for music, Funny. cutting music. <laughs> Uh, making proposals of music that were not <laughs> accepted and then search something else and cut it again. This is also time you spend. We, we had spent a lot of time in, but we see the result and that's, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, makes you happy. Makes us happy too. And it's clearly paying off. It's just so much fun to watch. So here's a question for all three of you. So 
a special memory or a special thing that happened at this Frisbeer, Frisbeer 2017 uh, that you can share? Yeah, I think as usual, there were great jams and uh, yeah, all the usual great moments we have at Frisbee tournament. But there was one moment I, I it was uh, in Ilka and Anna's routine somehow their music didn't uh, yeah work out it just stopped <laughs> in the middle or i don't know what happened just everybody just started clapping and it was really i mean the rhythm was kind of basic it was just <laughs> claps but it went on i think for the half of the routine like one or almost two minutes only clapping but it wasn't like a little bit of clapping and then falling falling off it was really clapping and it, it felt like it's growing and everybody went into it and I just felt like this is this is our freestyle community this is our jamily everybody is supporting them and they really felt it I think they they yeah that's how they yeah. won all this support yeah that was a great moment really I almost cried <laughs> <laughs> almost. tears of joy tears of joy <laughs> yeah. How about you, Flo? Any any special memory from Frisbee yeah, that you want to share I, I this year? Another another great uh, thing was the the last jam after the finals with the young guys from um, Rovereto, the Italian guys. Surprised, I I've heard from them b before, but that they are so good that they have such good um, jamming um, skills. It was so amazing. Um, they they were there. They came from nothing and showed some sk awesome skills and good feeling about the jam, about uh, when to catch, how to give you the right sets, and also do amazing and uh, difficulty moves. Uh, that was really a blast for me. And to make it this um, last uh, last jam with that guys, it was a really a great great moment. Yeah. So, hey, Jake, it seems like this is a reoccurring theme about the Rovereto guys. Yeah, I was yeah. just thinking maybe we need to bring them on the podcast and ask them yeah. how they're getting so good so fast. Yeah, this yeah. is amazing. It's amazing because yeah. they are uh, one group and they are, have all the same level. And I think uh, in one or two years, we, we will see in the finals and maybe on the podium and maybe on the world champion. Christian, uh, what's your memory of 2017 you'd like to share? Ah, my memory, yes, uh, it was the, the the play with Paula. Yes, you, you oh, know her, yeah, yeah. because she she's so young and um, satisfied. satisfied with with all the all the things. Um, and this year we have we had only one one uh, exercise, and we played very great in the semi, and we played strong and better in the final. So it yeah, it was so cool mm -hmm. to to. Held the third place, yeah. Yeah, bravo, really, Christian. That was fabulous. Got to see that one, and, and you can just see Paula's growth, and I'm mm -hmm. sure you, you're a great mentor for her. Thanks. I right. just want to say congratulations, guys. You guys played out of your minds, and I really enjoyed watching it, and I can't wait to see your routine at FPA Worlds this year. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, See you next time. So you just listened to uh, an interview with all of the champs from Prisbeer Cup 2017. So I just want to say uh, congratulations to all of them. And uh, I'm very glad that they came on with us. Indeed. We, uh, we kind of, we traipsed around the world there in the last 
uh, 45 minutes. We were in Germany. We were in Prague. We were in Italy. I think we were in Florida, um, Seattle and Portland, of course. So of course. that was kind of fun. It was very fun. So um, thanks for going on this journey with me, Randy. You bet. Thank you, Jake. We'll talk thanks. to you next time. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. To contact us or for more info, check out our website at frisbeeguru.com.